What's up and welcome to another episode of the Hello Loca Online Talk Radio Show. This is your hostess, Miss Crazy, checking in on this fine March the 16th, I believe. It is a Tuesday. Hopefully you ladies are doing okay. Doing this one a little bit on the quiet tip. I am up here with the kids and everyone else is asleep, so let's get into it. Per usual, getting out my social media you can check me out on twitter where i normally reside at miss crazy that's m-s-k-r-a-z-i-e and also instagram at hello loca and my shop shop hello loca on instagram as well and of course hellolocacom which is currently down and will open back up in april god willing also, we have an email for this podcast, which is radio at hellolocat.com, which you can send anything to. If you have any questions for love advice or anything, any topics you want me to cover, just whatever, you can send it to radio at hellolocat.com. All right, with that said and done, I want to welcome any new listeners and, of course, give a big old shout out and virtual hug to all the current listeners that have been supporting me throughout this little trying to get back to doing talk radio thing with Hello Look. Okay, so today's quick, well, I always say quick little episode, but at the end of the day, like, and then I don't even know. But um, today I wanted to talk about janky promoters. The term janky to me is, you know, just promoters that are a hot mess. Why am I talking about this today? Well, I was watching, um, there's this YouTuber by the name of Pamela Chu. And I always watch her videos. And she had gone to, they booked her for some event and she went to it. And she was commenting that after the event was over the promoters or whoever took her there they didn't provide her a ride back uh pretty much they just you know like let her figure it out herself um whether this was to get back to the hotel after the show or whether it was to actually get back to her state like actually fly back out on her own i don't know but she mentioned something about having to pay her way back and figure it out on her own because the promoter was like nowhere to be seen or didn't take care of her when it came to that and it reminded me of so many situations you guys that i have personally gone through with promoters in my lifetime and you know um i have been through so much you guys so much and some of the situations that i've been through have been like are you serious you know um and it sounds like a joke almost when i when i tell these situations like every time that i went through one of these situations and i would tell my dad about it he would kind of get a little bit upset um not not even over the 
just over the fact that they did that to me but he would get upset that i allowed myself to be put in that situation and because you know of course you know our parents think we deserve so much more in every situation so for him to hear the situations that i would get myself into it would be like he would just like shake his head you know and i mean honestly you guys um if i have any up-and-coming artist or anyone that aspires to be in the music or anything like that you know this one is for you um you're gonna be going through things like this so always prepare yourself at least try to prepare yourself of course we can't always be ready and we can't always know that things like this are going to happen but it is something to definitely keep in the back of your of your mind um these things that happen to me so that hopefully if you ever find yourself in a situation like this first you know you are a little bit more prepared and it doesn't take you so much by surprise first things first is you know i'm a person that does trust a little bit too fast and too um like it it's just i kind of always try to give people the benefit of the doubt that they are nice people and that they that they are you know people of their word and that they are going to do what's right you know i give everybody a fair chance when i first meet them and especially when it has to do with work you know i try to go in there with with just the mentality of you know i'm gonna go in and work and and so are they you know so, they're working as well and i'm gonna put demi parte and they're gonna put from theirs and things you know are gonna turn out okay and by the most part they do you know by the most part just as as i have had janky you know scandalous hot mess promoters i have also had really good promoters that have treated me really well and you know that i have had really good experiences with um so i can't say it's it's been you know all bad or mostly bad like no it's been mostly good but the situations that i have gotten myself into that have been bad have been kind of like it, i mean it, it does get me upset to even think about it but they have been crazy so let's get into this quick break so i could put the little promo ad thing you guys and you know make a little bit of um side hustle with that and we will be back and i'll tell you at least one experience you guys because i have so many but i'll tell you at least one so we'll be right back all right now that we are back in part two you guys i had to kind of cut that shorter than uh well sooner rather than uh, i would have liked to but it was because my daughter was asking me some stuff and i i'm not able to pause it you guys you know when i stop it like that's what's gonna happen unfortunately so going back to what i was telling you guys of one at least one of the many situations that i have gone through with scandalous promoters there you go let's use the word scandalous because yes janky for some of us we might know what that means but 
other people might be like, what? No. So we were talking about situations that I have ended up in when it comes to, you know, promoters. And let me see, which one of the many can I talk? Well, I'll I'll talk to you guys about one that just, the first one that just popped into my head. And I am not going to mention details as far as um, like locations exactly or the actual promoter but I will tell you the story just as it happened and it is only you know because yes you know these are things that happened to me but at the end of the day it's kind of like why put focus on something like that like that is let's just you know tell my story and we'll leave the names out of it because it does no use it, it does no use and you know why so let me see so this show happened of course years ago years ago and this show was close to the border that it was a show that was close to the u.s border and I got invited to it and the promoter was recommended to me by friends, by very, very, very close friends. And when somebody recommends a promoter, you know, they kind of vouch for them almost, you know, especially when when um, people in your circle uh know them personally you know it kind of it makes you feel a little bit more comfortable to work with someone that you've never met if somebody that is in your circle um speaks highly of them or at least you know sorry you guys my nose is like there's like a sandstorm there was there was like a sandstorm today and i got allergies anyway so they had a I don't want I don't want to say the word vouch for them because it's like it's not that they vouch for him but it's just you know it's kind of like oh that's your friend oh you know or oh you know him oh you and you just kind of like go with it as opposed to a promoter that nobody has met and you're just like you know you're just a little bit more cautious with no this one it was like okay he's cool so um I went ahead and I, you know, uh, agreed to the to the show. And I remember I I flew out to an airport that was close to the border, and from there, this promoter was going to pick me up, and. Mind you, I went to this event by myself. And I went to it by myself because number one, I <laughs> I'm just like that, you know. I sometimes I go with someone, sometimes I go by myself. It just depends on a lot of factors. But this time, uh I had gone by myself because I was going to meet a lot of other people at the actual event, 
you know, so I was not really going by myself like a lot of people that were on my team, you could say, um, were going to be at that event. We were all going to meet there. There you go. So, but to the airport, I went by myself. They all flew in from other places to other airports like that, etc. Some of them even drove, I believe. Um, anyway, so I flew there and the, this promoter was supposed to be there waiting. And yes, he was. I got there, you know, um, I said, hi, you know, he, he, it was him and some other guy and they were very nice. And, you know, um, they picked me up and then we, you know, drove and we crossed the border um, into Mexico and um, we drove, we drove, we drove and uh, we got to the, the area that the show was going to be at and um, you know, um, he set me up at the hotel that I was going to be staying, that everybody was going to be staying. And it was a pretty, a pretty nice hotel for the area. Um, when it comes to shows in Mexico, you guys, it is very different, very, very, very different than, um, than shows here in the U.S. When it comes to everything from, um, accommodations to just anything so you know you already go with a certain mindset of like that it's going to be a little bit different and you're okay with this because you know those are our people and shows in mexico are beautiful like you know regardless of anything they have always been beautiful and and everything so anyway um i mean with the exception of things that have happened or just whatever but so I get there, you know, he sets me up there at the hotel and I'm there and, you know, in, in a matter of a few hours, a lot of the other, uh, my other um, friends, um, they get there and, um, you know, it's, it's just all fun and games. It's all, we're there chilling, we go out to eat, you know, this was, um, I believe, um, the day the day before the show i believe i believe it was the day before the show so that all that whole day no la pasamos just like kicking it you know it was a lot of laughs um i seen a lot of people that i hadn't seen in years um there other artists that were performing that i hadn't seen in years everything was cool we, we i mean we were all we all had rooms like next to each other dope like it was just dope everything was good you know the promoter i believe he even came he like took us out to eat everything was good everything was you know looking legit everything um things began uh painting themselves that it was going to be you know iffy since a few hours prior to the show the next day Things already, you know, were looking a little bit sketchy because of some money situations. When it comes to money, you guys, I mean, it, it's always like that. And, you know, this was no exception. But at the end of the day, you know, things were settled and... Um, and this wasn't something that was, you know, directly going on with me. 
it was just in general with the event that was some money situation was going on and um things with that promoter were a little bit sketchy like you know i don't know it was like the vibe at that point um when that was going on like you could feel like a, a shift and um but you know the show went on everything was was good we had a good time and i even remember though um one thing in particular about that show was that uh, there was a guy that kept following me and i didn't notice at first and it was actually another one of my guy friends who who did notice it and he told me and i was just like i mean it was like kind of funny but at the same time it was like okay you know because he this dude kept popping up like everywhere like i would go to one side of the stage and this dude would be like on that side and then i would go on the other side and then he would be on that side but i guess the thing that tripped my friend out and i mean at the end of the day tripped me out was that he said that the way the guy was staring at me wasn't good like he was staring at me like a psycho you know but also you know i didn't let that bother me too much and at the end of the day everything was good Whew, let me breathe now this is where i was able to relate with pamela Chu's situation when she was describing on her youtube video what, ha what had happened with the promoter and how you know he, he was he, ghost after after her show well the same thing happened to me you guys um the show i mean when you're when you're at a show you guys and you're you're performing the last thing on your mind is like worrying about who's gonna take me back to the hotel or who's you know gonna be my transportation like that is the least of your worries you guys and it was the least of mine i was enjoying myself i was you know um I was doing good. But when the show was over, the person who took me there was nowhere to be seen. And when I think about it now, he was not there since real early in the show. You know, like, I don't think, I think the last time that I seen him was the last time that i seen him was when he dropped us like when he picked us up from the hotel to take us to the venue um and that was it like i don't think i seen him throughout the show at all but i wouldn't i you know why would i have been tripping if that was the last thing on my mind i wasn't but when the show ended dude was nowhere to be seen but regardless like you know we all got in in a in a ride and we went back to the hotel and thinking you know maybe he's gonna meet us over there or you know and he was nowhere to be seen and not only was he nowhere to be seen but i mean some of the other artists that were there were also looking for him because they owed the promoter owed them money like money from their performance luckily that wasn't my issue but he was still lost you know my issue was bigger than that you guys 
my issue was not just oh you know um he owes us money or whatever like no that wasn't my issue my issue was how in the fuck am i going to get back home because i am really really far away from the airport the airport is in the u.s I am in Mexico and I am away from the border and I am away from the border to the closest, you know, airport in the US that I had my flight the next day leaving out of to go back home. And this is where I tell you my number one advice well maybe not number one because of course you have to take care and especially in mexico um i would have so many things i would need to tell you but the number one rule for this specific situation you guys and that i always want you to remember especially the homegirls that are listening to this if you aspire to be an entertainer and you are going to be touring and all this and that always have money to your name for emergencies that you just never know don't depend on any promoter any friend any anything but yourself to get you out of situations because con dinero vale el perro and you can get yourself out of a lot of situations by having the financial means in situations like this you know you just you cannot you have to always have a plan b so that when something like this happens you will be able to you know maneuver it and since i was and i'm not a rookie to this tour game And I am no rookie to international, you know, shows when it comes to, well, I, well, I wouldn't call it, inter well, they are international, you know, quote unquote, I mean, Mexico, but still, you know what I mean, you guys, I am no rookie to shows in Mexico. I know how to maneuver my way. You know, I've, I've been, I've been paid my dues, you guys. And so I was, you know, not new to this. But still, it was very unfortunate because I had no need to go through any of this, you guys. And I didn't deserve what happened to me. I didn't deserve to be caught up in this situation. I don't know. I, and, you know, I was about to say, I don't know if this is why he did it. But I know that that's why he did it. He owed these people money and he just wanted to be, get ghosts and not pay them. So I unfortunately got caught up in that mess and i was affected by it you know um so there i was you guys at the hotel okay trying to figure out and this was like mm, two o'clock in the morning three o'clock i mean the, we just had just entered the show it was like two in the morning and there i was sitting in the hotel wondering like okay what am i going to do my flight leaves tomorrow like today because it was already that day It leaves, you know, and I, I believe that it left like mm, 11 or around there in the morning. 
so I was just like you know what am I going to do what am I going to do um and you know there was some people there who knew the guy locally like the guy lived in that city where we were at you know so there was people that knew him personally locally because they lived there you know um but nobody seemed to be able to get a hold of him and so you know i was thinking fast you guys like i had to think fast and in that process there was a guy who was there who knew about all the situation that we were going through and this was one of the locals that knew the promoter personally because of living there in the same city and this guy i mean i must have looked like shit you guys as far as like how depressed i must have looked or how down and out or how unfortunate or how just sucky this guy saw my situation and he pretty much like um told me okay um you know what what i could do he said if you want i could drive you to the border and you know we'll figure it out from there like you know um but I could at least drive you there. I can't cross because obviously, you know, I don't have papers. If not, I would cross and take you, you know, where you need to go. But I, I, you know, I could at least drive you to the border. And, you know, up until this day, like I appreciate that. I, I don't honestly remember what his name was or anything, but, you know, God bless him because that was, you know, definitely an angel in that moment. Um, and you know, I agreed. So I packed up all my stuff and mind you, this is two, three o'clock in the morning, you guys, but I couldn't, I didn't have the luxury that I would have had, had this promoter, you know, um, showed his face. I could have gone to sleep, you know, woke up in the morning and then he could have drove me back, you know, but no, since I didn't know what I was going to do when I got to the border, you guys, like I, I didn't have that luxury. So I grabbed my stuff and we jumped in the car and we started, you know, driving towards the border. Um, when we got to the border, you know, uh, it was like empty, you guys. It was empty as fuck. We're talking about a border that's not one of the main borders. Like, it's not one of the main ports of entry. There you go. Um, so, it was a ghost town. It was a ghost town, you guys. It was, like, probably, like, I mean, I would say by this time, it must have been five-ish in the morning. Close to six-ish around there. Um, but it was a ghost town. Okay, it was a ghost town. And uh we um you know he he said his his uh hold on you guys because over here okay so we got there and um 
just as as he was about you know to say his goodbyes or whatever he must have seen <laughs> the look on my face you guys but he said you know what let me park and let me try to help you figure this out because i don't want to just leave you here like this he said i i don't want to leave without knowing that you figured it out like you figured something out like he said i you know and and yes you know a, a part of me thinks that you know of course he he felt sorry for me um knowing that you know i i literally just performed and this and that but i also think that it's it it was kind of like um almost like a sense of of shame for his friend like he felt like bad i guess because i knew that that he knew the guy it's just something like that but um a sense of responsibility almost but by being associated with the promoter i don't know i mean i guess that's the closest i could say it anyway so um you know i thanked them and there we were you know like just um walking around um we found uh this person i don't know if the person worked around there or whatever but we were basically asking around for if they knew of any buses that left from there you know of course on the other side because we were still on the on the mexico side at this point when we we're asking because this guy can't cross and um and so this person uh that we asked said i know that there's um i believe a van he said some vans or just i i guess yeah i, I think it was like a um that person the one that that said about the vans or the bus it was one or the other but he said i know that that uh that there's some that leave from from the the u.s side in the morning and i i don't know why i don't i would be lying you guys if i told you the exact time but the the time of eight o'clock in the morning kind of rings a bell so let's say that that he said um it leaves at eight from you know from around here or from here or maybe he pointed where you know we're at or and but it was all kind of like hearsay at that moment you know um nothing was guaranteeing me you guys that this person was telling the truth nothing was guaranteeing me that that uh, that there was going to be something that was going to leave from there or anything like that you know it was just like hoping to god you guys because you know at this point i'm not calling home at all i don't want to worry my husband i don't want to but i wanted i just wanted to get home at this point you guys like i just wanted to get home i was tired and you know i it was just a, a messy situation and this guy was continuing during this whole time this guy that gave me the ride continued to call and text the promoter okay because this whole time he's trying to contact them to no avail and the phone was off and it would go straight to voicemail and you know but this whole time this guy is continuing to try to contact and sending him text messages 
so we're right there like uh I was feeling like super bad for this guy too because I knew he still had to, you know, he had to drive back home and it's super late and and there I am trying to figure it out. Um, and, you know, even, I remember we were even looking for, like if we saw like a taxi parked somewhere, I was even willing to pay a taxi, you guys, to drive me from the border up until, you know, um, the city where the airport was at in the u.s which was going to cost me a pretty penny because it was hours away from the border you guys you know um where the airport that my flight was gonna leave out of but you know thankfully i have always had that mentality of you know always have your own back when it's when it comes to stuff like that you must always be prepared wherever you go to perform be prepared with money in case you have to fly yourself back home or you have to pay whatever to get from point A to point B. Always have that little backup money. And since this wasn't my first rodeo with situations like this, you guys, because yes, I will tell you about another situation at a later time, but let's get back to this one. And, um, I was willing and I remember um, we asked someone also that was just like standing around <laughs> um, because at this time, you know, little stores are beginning to open, you know, like La Cienditas de la Esquina, Hay Señoras Barriendo, you know, the sun is kind of coming out. I mean, it's six o'clock in the morning, you know, people are getting up to do their daily stuff. We're on the Mexico side, you know, keep that in mind. And uh, we asked and I remember somebody said, um the taxi might charge you this and that like he had told me like oh my god you guys like 500 bucks <laughs> like 500 bucks to like take me from the border to into the the like the hours that i needed to get to to the airport in the u.s like like 500 bucks but i had them okay let's just i thank god you know but I had them, so I was good. But we couldn't find no taxi. And not only that, you know, not a lot of taxi drivers, even um, the guy that was giving us that estimate that he, because I don't know, he had had some relative that one time did that. I don't know what, but he was telling us pretty much like good luck because not not any, not just any taxi driver is going to want to take that trip because they have to come back and it is a drive. And, you know, not a lot of, um, of taxi drivers would. So even if we found a taxi driver, chances were that they were going to decline, you know? Um, so at that time, you know, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit down, but I'm still feeling hopeful, um, because of that security that I had with the little bit of money that I had. So I knew, you know, that I would figure it out somehow. That's, you know. God is good. I know that in cases like that, he has never left me. And I knew that he was not going to leave me at this point either. Um, so this guy continues to try to contact the promoter. And then the promoter contacts him back. And tells the guy. Bring her to my house. You guys, I was like, 
oh my god like this is a good thing you know because he was the one that brought me you know in in here so i know he could take me back he can cross like you know um and i like me persigné you guys i was so thankful to god at that point i was just like and this guy like tells me you know and i am so happy at this point i'm like thank god like thank god and um but the good thing you guys is that this guy you know he like never left me there like this this guy that took me there um that gave me the ride he like never left me there had he left you know i would have never known that this guy hit him back and i would have never you know nothing so this guy like you know we get back into his his car he takes me to this guy's house and drops me off there you know the guy comes out he lives in a nice house first things first he lives in a nice house so i'm thinking like dude had no reason to like flake out on any money with anybody this guy lives in a nice house for mexico it was a nice house you guys and i'm tired as fuck you know at this point and um he opens the door and i remember he opened it kind of quiet because i guess his family was like all asleep and and he tells me like um to not worry you know to not worry that um that he's going to call it <laughs> okay you guys it was not even like don't worry i'll take you right no it was like don't worry i'll have i have a friend who has a taxi service like i'll have my friend come pick you up from here take you to the border back again to the border and tell you you know what you where you need to go to get on a van that will take you to the airport straight to the airport in the US and but at that point you know you know ya no iba a quejar you guys because if one thing i have learned is that you know that you just you take things up as they come and you just you don't ever overreact especially in Mexico especially with people you don't know you never overreact it doesn't matter you guys if it and i am i'm only speaking for myself you guys as a woman okay as a woman by herself i don't know if for guys you know you guys do whatever you want but as a woman you never overreact as much as it sucks as much as i could have been there and screaming my head off at this promoter you you just there's certain unspoken rules unwritten rules there's certain behavior that you must never show i don't care if it is a fucked up situation you have to be you have to take care of your own ass you guys and you have to know how to act I didn't argue. I, you know, I didn't argue and um I was thankful for that. I was thankful for, you know, whatever little help I was going to get, no matter what it was going to be. And um I remember he told me that if I wanted to change because at that point I was still wearing the the 
the stuff that I wore to perform. I was still, I still had my makeup on, you guys. That's how rushed I left from the hotel. You know, he said if you, I wanted to clean myself up and change into something more comfortable because you know it was gonna be a drive from the border to um, the airport. And you know, he showed me to this room. They had like a guest, a bedroom, and I went in there. You know, I changed. I like I. I wiped all my makeup off, everything, and, you know, when I was done, I went back out there, and that's when he called his friend, uh, me despedi, you know, I said thank you, um, regardless of whatever issues, you know, that was a huge help for me, you guys, he could have never called back, he could have never anything, but I was thankful that he did, and at that, at that moment, you just appreciate any help you get, you guys, as a woman by yourself, you appreciate any help you get, okay? Because you're at, at the mercy of anything at that point. And so he calls his taxi friend. The guy comes. I go outside. Me despido. I get in the taxi. The taxi guy, he drives me back to the border. Um, the taxi guy, I'm pretty sure he crossed with me um he crossed with me and i remember the taxi guy had said i would take you all the way to the airport but uh, you know i guess his car i mean it was a really really old car he said my car won't make it you know so even if i wanted to charge you to take you like my car won't make it um he said but there is a van <laughs> that leaves right now like and it was like around eight you know it's gonna be eight or whatever you guys don't quote me on the time but it was early like that and he said um you know i'll wait here with you um because it was already gonna be like the time and i was like okay so you guys ain't nobody paying for me to take this van okay i was paying for that van to take me so i'm right there waiting it's outside some little store we're outside some little store and um there's other people there that are also waiting and a van pulls up para que vean que aventada soy you guys en las que me he metido by myself um the van gets there I don't know nobody there, okay? The van gets there. Uh, we pay our money. We get into this van. And it's like one of those vans that's like 10-seater or whatever. Like one of those. I go to the very back row. You know, I was tired as fuck. You guys, no sleep, no nothing. And um, and I sit there. And other people get on the, on the, on, you know, the little van thing and we take off and we take off. And, you know, this whole time I'm just like, just thankful, thankful, thankful. And, you know, we drive and a few hours later, um, we get to the airport and we get to the airport and I'm just like, so thankful. And before we got to the airport, the the van made a few other stops um and on those stops other people got off um but the last stop was the airport 
and that's where I got off. And I believe I was the only one that got off at the airport. Um, but I got off, you guys, and I was so thankful. I was so glad that, you know, that that, that it had all worked out. And I got at the airport in time for me to catch my flight back home. I was thankful. I was, you know, I will always be thankful for that guy that took me to there, for staying there with me, for calling this guy nonstop until this guy probably felt bad. The promoter probably felt bad for me and decided to text this guy back because nobody knew where the promoter not even that guy that guy didn't know where the promoter lived either so it wasn't like he could just take me um and i was just thankful you guys so i got to the airport and yeah you know i flew back home and i was just so thankful so so thankful but yeah you know that was my experience and um you know unfortunately it was not it has not been the only experience that i have had to find my way back home um but that just goes to show you you have to be ready and you have to have you know thick skin for everything and just go with the flow and trust in god and persinate and you know, do no harm to anybody and just mind your business and just act right and you'll be okay. Show respect to people and of course, it really did show me a lot of things that I should do for the next time around and things that I did change up so that you will never 100% prevent something like this from happening, but at least you can kind of cover your basis a little bit better than to just be like, let me just go and nothing's going to happen. No, you know, you learn to protect yourself a little bit better with, you know, certain things, making sure that certain things are covered better and making sure that you don't go by yourself, you know, because of course, you know, um, Odiseas like this, like little adventures like this are better when you share them with someone else as opposed to just by yourself as a girl, you know, in the wild. So, all right, homegirls, pues ya las dejo, because it is midnight over here. Um, but I will definitely tell you guys more of my stories on the road um, of things that have happened to me like that. Uh, but yes, this reminded me, the Pamela Chu YouTube video reminded me when she mentioned that of this situation that I had to figure out. And when I told my dad, of course, you guys, you know, bien preocupados, my mom and my dad. Every time that I tell him about certain stuff like this, my dad always tells me like, how, you know, why did you get yourself into that? Didn't you know this promoter? And I was like, yeah, well, my friend, my dad's like, well, your friend, I mean, are these not professional people? <laughs> you know, so, but for the love of the music, you guys, it's for the love of the music and the love of the people that know the fans. I don't like saying the word fans, you guys, but, you know, friends. Call friends, supporters. It's for the love of, love of the supporters and the people who love your music and the people who save their little money to go to that event that you don't want to let down. And it's for the love more than anything. Because when it has come to shows, especially shows in Mexico, you guys, it has never, ever, ever, ever been about the money that we are going to make. Ever. The shows in Mexico have always been because of the love that we have for the people and that has been the number one priority 
and because we love Mexico and because we want to go to Mexico. We love it, you know? So it has never been an interest of, of financial gain. And even here in the States, you guys, as you know, as careless as that might sound, it's always been for the love of music, the love of performing, the love of, you know, of course, we make sure that we get paid and all that stuff. But it's that has never been a motivator, like the number one motivator is what I'm trying to say. Um, but yes, ahora sí, ya las dejo, se me cuidan. Las quiero un chingo, remember, you guys have a good night. This is your homegirl, Miss Crazy, checking out a ratos.